Hello, Hello there. there. Welcome back. This is episode, I believe, four. I'm going to check because I feel like I'd feel like an idiot if I got this wrong. This is episode, let's see. Uh, this is episode five. No, yeah, five. Wow. Um, season two of In a Galaxy. I'm, I'm bad with uh, numbers right now. Um, and we watched uh, this, this episode, we watched the, from the 80th to the 100th minute of Star Wars Episode One: The sure Phantom did. Menace. I'm Eli. I'm Jacob. And let's let's just dive on into this because we got we got a bunch of bunch of good stuff. So we're off of Tatooine. See ya. We w- we won't be back here until like midway uh, through Episode Two, I believe. Um, yeah. And we are going to Coruscant, which is personally one of my favorite Star Wars planets. Um, it's an interesting one for sure. The heart it, of the galaxy. Yep. And, you know, I, I, I gotta say, I know they used CG, like, very, very willy-nilly in the prequels, but the CG on Coruscant is just beautiful, I gotta say. Um, yeah, it, it really it's, is. It's really, really cool. We, once we touch down on yep. Coruscant, we get a, um, we get a uh, look at Palpatine as a senator, his public, you know, appearance. Um, yeah. One and thing we, I was... Yeah. Go One ahead. thing I was confused about going back just before before I forget we move on in terms of the animation it was cool and very artistic and I think one of the interesting artistic decisions that kind of confused me a little bit I guess was during the sunset scene they made the sun absolutely huge. So how close is Coruscant to the sun? I wonder. Interesting. That's an interesting question. Um let's see if Wikipedia, you know, when in doubt consult Wikipedia about this. Um I'm actually interested to see. I'm looking up Coruscant on Wikipedia. Uh, let's see if it has an answer. Again, thank you to the people at StarWars.Fandom.com slash Wikipedia for mm-hmm. their information. Um, let's see. So Coruscant is its own system. Um, it doesn't yeah. exactly... Oh, wait, wait, no. Relatively far from its false sun. Yeah. Um, it's so it's far away apparently. It's far uh, away from the sun. So, that's, so maybe the maybe the sun is like in the uh, later stages of the um. That and, actually makes sense. And maybe the Jacob, sun is getting really Jacob, big because it's in the later gonna, stages. Yeah. Or I, I bet is it. Nope. Nope. Small what does it say? sun. It says specifically, Coruscant or- orbited relatively far from its small sun. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. What to, I don't know what that means. But like, I think I think uh, the people at Wikipedia are at to get you or something. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder where they got that information. Yeah, I, this I is don't know. That is that is so strange. Like... That is so strange. Um, believe it or not, actually, Coruscant has the same day length and year length as Earth does. That makes sense because they call um. It makes sense. I feel like that Coruscant because it is the center of the galaxy. Yep. And Coruscant is like where humans are supposedly originate from, and they call um. They they call um English Galactic Basic. Yep. And they call um oh god wait what do they call? They call um. They call uh what's it called? They call like um uh English writing, like the Roman Orbesh? alphabet. Orbesh. No, not Orbesh. That's different. They call it High Galactic, which is interesting. Oh, High Galactic, yes. 
Uh, and let's see. maybe a little bit elitist. I'm not sure. That Palpatine loves the fact that it's called High Galactic. You can bet maybe, on it. Maybe it was developed during the High Republic. Maybe it was developed during the High Republic. I don't know. Uh, let's yeah. see. So um, we also get a look at the current Chancellor, Chancellor Finnis Valorum. Um, interesting fact mm. here. Interesting yeah. fact here. In Legends, Valorum was the latest politician in a line of famous and successful politicians with the last name Valorum. His great mm. ancestor, about a thousand years prior, Tarsus Valorum, was maybe the most famous and most effective yeah. of all of the Valorums, reforming the Republic after the new Sith Wars. Um, and it, I knew made, I knew that. It, it knew it, it was made, it's very, made very clear, at least in Legends, that Valorum only got the Chancellorship because of his heritage and his family. Ah, so, so that's why, like, that's why he's such an ineffective like weak. Chancellor. What's going on? It's Future Eli, like always, and this is a perfect place for a uh, Future Eli, I think, because uh, it's, um, I'm looking at the Valorum family, and of the members, uh, this is Legends, by the way, because they have more complete information about it, um, Tarsus Valorum, of course, Tullius Valorum, Lyca Valorum, Ixes Valorum, and uh, Finnis Valorum, of course. Um, all of them, I think, were involved in politics in some way, um, and they had they were apparently from the planet of Iriadu, and uh, which is also the planet where the Tarkin family was from. Um, just some interesting things about the Valorum family. Then we see Palpatine talking to uh, Padme and her handmaidens in, I think, what is his suite. And the first thing he says is, uh, there is no civility, only politics. That sounds like... The Jedi Code, right? I know, it sounds like that. I was going to I literally wrote down, Senator Code, question mark? There is no, there is no death, there is only the Force. There is no passion, only serenity. There is no civility, only politics. There is no civility, only politics. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying this dark voice. You, you, you gotta, you know. Um, and, you know, Palpatine's talking about the ineffectiveness of the Senate, which is interesting because for one of the only times in the prequels, he's probably, like, actually saying what he believes. Yeah. Like, Darth Sidious actually believes that the Senate is ineffective. Um, and... It's interesting to, to to see him actually revealing his true colors when yeah. you least expect it. Um, I, I, I totally agree. Let's see. Also, there, uh, Palpatine talks about another option for getting um, the situation on Naboo to be better is to go to the courts. Mm, so, the courts. Yeah. I think, if you remember in the first episode of the season, I talked about how the, about the, if there was a Galactic House of Representatives and what that meant. Um, Maybe I, the courts is like the other yeah, branch was, of the government. I was about to say, I was thinking about the courts role in this, and they say, um, and Padme says the courts take forever to decide the verdict. I'm like, why do they take so long? What's their role? Is the Republic really a democracy? Do they just kid themselves into saying they're a democracy? 
it's it's really confusing. I mean, I guess I was just thinking the Supreme Court in the United States usually takes a certain amount of cases a year that only get appealed to a certain high level. And, like, I think they only do it in, like, June. Like, they only accept their cases in, like, June. So maybe the Galactic Courts may work in a similar way. Am I overthinking this? I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question because... Yeah, they can I think they they also mentioned the courts in um Revenge of the Sith because he says when Anakin says no, Palpatine must stand trial and Mace Windu's about execute. Mace Windu says no, he has control of the Senate and the courts, which that makes me think that the courts are important. Probably. They are important, which is weird that we never see them. Yeah, um, it is weird that we never see them since they are yeah important. And, and then. We get Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan go to the Jedi Council. And let me just tell you, as a big, 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 huge lover of the Jedi, this scene was basically heaven for me because I love seeing all the Jedi again. And, like, we get some Yoda action. We get some Kieti Mundi action. We get Plo Koon to the side. Wish he Yep. Sorry, some stuff fell over on my desk. Okay. It's all good. I was gonna say we get we get so we get Plo Koon on the side, we get some Saisi Teen, we get Yaddle, female Yoda Yaddle on the side, we get Evan Peel, we get some good good Jedi stuff. I, I like it. We get Adi Galia, uh, pre Savajo Press mauling. Um, Dang. I'm still a little angry about that, honestly. Um, uh, but yeah. Um, any comments on like? the Senate stuff with Palpatine or the Jedi stuff before I move on? Uh, not really. Um, if we're just talking about that plot-wise, don't really have anything to say. It was uh, interesting. It's, it's, co- it's cool to see, like I guess, like how manipulative he is. You know? Yeah. Um, he is crazy. Uh, crazy so, like. so, so, so as much as it hurts me to say, a lot of the dialogue from the Jedi seems very, 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 very problematic. A lot of the dialogue from a lot of people seems pretty problematic. This is this is a segment with a lot of problematic dialogue. I do agree, um, but the Jedi like even like even too problematic for my taste, and I cut the Jedi quite a bit of slack. Um, but uh, Kiari Mundi says um, that the Sith have been extinct for a millennia. First of all, we know they have. Yeah. But the second of all, the last Sith that the Jedi knew of was. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorite Sith. I stand um, by my theory that Kiari Mundi caused the downfall of the Republic and the Jedi Order. It's not a terrible theory. I think the same could be. It's true. kind of a meme. It got. It literally got started by a meme, but I, I, I can't help but believe, believe it when you see I, like. I, I believe that theory. How many times you just like? I believe in that theory, except for replace Kiari Mundi with Mace Windu, but we'll get to that later. Oh really, Mace Windu? Oh, That's absolutely, interesting. Mace Windu. Yeah. Ma- Mace Windu says the same thing. He says. Impossible. If the Sith are here, yeah. we would be I aware do of it. Not so believe, like I do not believe hubris. the Sith had could re- re- return without us knowing. I'm like, come on, Mace. The only way the Sith could have returned is without you knowing. Like, literally, they would not announce their return to the galaxy. I mean, they kind of did at the end of the movie, but seriously. The Sith wouldn't just say, hey, we're back. Uh, screw you, Jedi. We're back. They wouldn't just do that. That yeah. is, like, so... That's yeah, such and bad also, logic. Yeah, yeah. I know, and the, what's the other, the other thing? Um, what's he say? Oh gosh, he says something funny. Um, I, I thought there was this funny thing I saw. Oh, yeah, it's like 
to kind of mocking that, I saw this meme the other day and that said, you think you're under a lot of pressure? Imagine Darth Maul. He was the first Sith to be revealed in a whole millennia. Yeah, Imagine no what kidding. he must have been going through up yeah, to that point. Yeah, no kidding. It's like, yeah. Yeah. What I, what I, what I was going to say is um, the last Sith the Jedi knew of was one of my favorite Sith, Darth Bane. Um, Bane. You, you know how much I love Bane. Uh, I think you read the first book of the Bane trilogy. I read all three. Um, Bane, Darth Bane's just such a legend. Let me just say this. Darth Bane is like, he was super duper smart. He basically tricked all the Sith of his time into getting blown up and leaving him as the only surviving Sith. I know. He I tricked mean, them. How I mean, great is that? Sith are that known for deviousness. That scene is so intense. That scene is so crazy. Sith are known for deviousness. He out-devioused the other Sith. Yeah, why would Lord he, Khan like, go for that? He out-Sith the Sith. Because the, the Sith of... Because any Sith... Like, even the Sith have more hubris than the Jedi of the prequel trilogy, although that's hard to believe. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Um, oh yeah, so, did you notice that on Disney Plus, um, they replaced the episode one puppet Yoda with CGI? I did not notice that, so that must mean it's the new version? It's, it's, it's pro- they probably just, um... They did it on Blu-ray for The Phantom Menace, and they did it on the 3D release of, re-release of The Phantom Menace in 2010. So they probably used the Blu-ray release. But I have an unpopular opinion. Are you ready for this? I think the Episode 1 Puppet Yoda is better. You think Episode 1 Puppet Yoda is better? Yes. I thought, this might be controversial, I thought Yoda's voice sounded really bad in this for some reason. It didn't sound right to me. It just wasn't what I was used to compared to Frank Oz. It, it was Frank it's Oz. Still Frank this, right? Oz. It's still Frank Oz. It just Oz. wasn't. It just didn't seem right to me compared to what had happened in the. Uh, it compared to what he sounded like in the originals. Like I honestly don't know to tell you. He just sounded. Actually, that's weird because I so it was different. Um, recently, I just sat down and rewatched Empire Strikes Back because of the 40th anniversary, um, and um, I was so I so I was watching this a couple days after I did that. I'm like, oh yeah, pretty on point. Um, that's interesting. Um, yeah, but I still think the Puppet Yoda... Um, we'll, I'll put a link to a picture of Puppet Yoda. Look up right now, Jacob. Look up uh, Episode 1 Yoda, okay? It's going to look a little strange to you, but I think... Episode puppet- 1 Yoda, which? Puppet Yoda? Puppet Yoda. Episode 1 Puppet Yoda. It looks... Episode 1 Puppet Yoda. I know Episode 1 Puppet Yoda. Dang, that's gnarly. <laughs> I, I really like it. I don't know what it is. I really like it. What? You like it? Okay, you, yo, okay, yo. Rebels, Yoda in Star Wars Rebels gets a lot of flack. And yeah, and he, should. he, is, he is pretty smooth, it's, it's not the best. But this, oh my god. Actually, it just is so off-putting to me, I can't, I, I can't get past it. I don't know, it. I like, I like it, I think, I think it really relates back to his almost comic role in, um, episode 5 when he meets Luke, um. I, I, I think it's probably because I just, I saw it, like, the first time I, the first times I saw episode, uh, one, I saw Puppet Yoda, not CGI Yoda, um, and I think for the lines, CGI look, Yoda looks a little jarring, because I know he's not saying those lines, the Puppet Yoda is saying those lines, but yeah, I think the Puppet Yoda's better. Mm, okay, Do, that's fair, that's yeah. fair. I think, I think, uh, CGI Yoda works for two and three. 
uh, just fine because that's his. That's the original intent. But I think yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah, we have of course the prophecy. We have our first mention of the prophecy. The prophecy is true. Yeah, reminds me and- the cat. The cat vine. The prophecy is true. Cat. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna. So there is actually. I know there is a. Um. There is an actual. Um. Let's see. So yeah. Here we go. This is the literal prophecy. Um. Uh. From I think it's from Master and Apprentice actually. Um. Uh. In the canon. Are you ready for this? Yeah. A chosen one shall come, born of no father, and through him will the ultimate balance in the force be restored i mean technically for a while there for a while in the canon there was two jedi and two sith so i yeah here's the thing there's the prophecy i believe has two interpretations to it there's the revenge of the sith interpretation and the return of the jedi interpretation what's the Um, revenge of the sith oh that that was bringing balance to the force yeah that's kind of a meme though that that really doesn't like and That's then there's balanced. the Return of the Jedi one, I which I believe, which is the dark side is unbalanced. Yeah, the like, dark side the is dark corruption. Side is like not balanced. Like it yeah, never so will be by destroying the Sith, and it does say destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force. So, um, uh, so I believe that when Anakin sacrifices himself to kill not only himself but Palpatine as the final Sith. That he does restore balance to the Force. Um, Until Palpatine comes back later and makes the whole thing pointless. I, in my opinion. But, yeah. Okay, I digress, but, you know. Um, that, I'm sorry, that was totally my fault for... No, no, it's, no, it's fine. You know, it's, it's, it's good. I know how you feel about the sequels. Yeah. Um, I've known that I like, for about I like three the, years. Hey, hey, hey I, I like The Force Awakens. I like The Force Awakens. Which is, in my... Force which, Awakens ironically, in my opinion, is the worst of the sequels. Um... Ironic. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Ironic. Oh yeah. By the way, before Mace Windu even meets Anakin, he already has a grudge against Anakin. What the heck is that? I mean, I thought Clone in the Clone Wars season seven when Windu was like to Ahsoka, "I'm sorry, these matters are beyond your concern, citizen." I thought that was petty, but this is the, another level of petty. Bro, it's Samuel Jackson, <laughs> like a. In my opinion, of course it's petty. <laughs> it's I don't know. Samuel Jackson. I don't know. Samuel L. Jackson should be way more of a badass than he is as Mace Windu, I gotta say. I know, like, some of his lines, you can really tell that there's no direction because the lines of different people are so all over the place. So like, even yeah. within the same scene. Like, when uh, Mace Windu says, send him in then, he sounds so, like, casual and kind of, he sounds so casual and almost sad compared to the way he sounds that was just, like, yeah. impossible. And, would have and- known about it. And, and, and I think that's true with, like, other people. Like, when I told, talked, like, a couple episodes back about when, they, when, when I th- thought they stuck uh, Liam Neeson's head in a freezer before they did the... Um, <laughs> what? What does that even... Did. Wait, what does that even mean? Because he was wait, so wait, stiff. Because he was so stiff. Oh, everyone um, is so stiff in this. Padme Amidala. Bro, so stiff. So stiff. Na- Natalie Portman, critically acclaimed actress. I'm going to look up. She got... An Academy Award for Best Actress, now, to a be Golden fair, this Globe, is... a BAFTA, a Critics' now, to be fair, Choice this is Award. Early in her career, she, still she got mo- still, she's got, she got multiple Golden Globe awards. She's a she's good actress Oscar, normally. She's got a she's... Screen Actors Award. So she's much. a nor- she's a good actress it, normally. Oh my God. Normally, it just 
It's painful. She just didn't. Yeah, oh, it's so painful. It it's so painful. She painful. has like this weird accent. Everything's just wrong. Yeah, it's so wrong. One wrong, last, right? It's all wrong. One, one last thing before we go on to the Senate from the Jedi. Yeah. Um, I feel bad that we only in the prequels hear from three Jedi on the Council: Yoda, Mace, and Kiadi Mundi. Um, yeah. I think we should have heard from Plo Koon or Kit Fisto. Or, I mean, we do hear from them in the Clone Wars, and that's why I'm grateful for the Clone Wars. But seriously, though, Plo Koon in the council, uh, on the council for all three movies, Saigi Teen in the council for all three movies, number of words said from them combined, zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Except when, um... We're, we're, we're in the Senate now. We're in the Senate now. And man, this scene, to me kind of reminds me of why quite a few people hate the Phantom Menace. Acting? Or no, the, 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 the entire Senate scene. The dialogue, the acting, the logistics. The, oh my god, yeah. It's, the it's, acting, dear we're, god, we're, we're, yeah. We'll get into it, but um, first of all, the Trade Federation has their own Senate scene. I yeah. mean, I know the Republic is corrupt. We've been beaten over the head with that. But the Trade I think that's Federation kind of a point, has though. a Senate seat. I think, Eli, this is crazy because this might be the one time where I feel more lenient than you do about the Phantom Menace or the prequels in general, which is that, to me, it makes sense. Not going to lie. Yeah. Like, I mean, it makes sense to me. It's just like, it's just, so, a lot of the stuff in this movie is just so outrageous that it's like, really? Really? This yeah, is happening? I, I, yeah, I do get it. Yeah. I do understand what you mean. Definitely can't yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh Valorum in the scene is like all over the place for me. It's like um first when the Trade Federation when Padme is saying, Hey guys, the Trade Federation is really, really um messing stuff up in Naboo, the Trade Federation says, No, none of it's true. But uh, uh, Valorum's like, uh, sit down, sit down, Trade Federation. And then when they do it again, he is like completely silent. It's like, oh, fine. Maybe they DM, maybe they like DM'd him on PayPal and saying, it's like, we'll PayPal you, like, we'll PayPal you a thousand dollars if you shut up. And he's like, oh, okay. Because a thousand I mean, credits, a thousand credits. A thousand credits. Because Palpatine did say, on the payroll of the something of the of the federation the, the payroll on the payroll of the federation also rather by the way, simplistic let's, view let's of just things. say just said they're bureaucrats palpatine so. is a magician by the way when he says um uh, uh step right up step right up palpatine the magician here i will i i have the power to make chancellor of Lauren power i have the power disappear. to save the ones you love i was gonna go with i was gonna go with i have the power to make chancellor of Lauren power <laughs> completely disappear into thin air yeah. Um, yeah. Not gonna lie. That is, this is this is, it, this scene. The Senate scene is a mess. This this set this this the Senate scene is a mess. Um, and by the way, what I'm about to say, what the line I'm about to say is an actual line that that Chancellor Valorum says uh, to Padme in this movie. I transcribed it directly from the movie. Are you ready for this? Yep. yep. Will you defer your motion to allow a commission to explore the validity of your accusations? Wow. Thrilling action. <laughs> so thrilling. My. Oh. It is. Oh, uh, my God. It oh is just 
God. So terrible. Best um, dialogue of all time. Perfect. George Lucas is like, I put in Jar Jar because the prequels are children's movies, which is why you put in that. Yeah, no kidding. It is. It, it is, it is um, also, we get, um, if you look carefully, I marked the time down. If you go to the one minute, no, one hour, 29 minute, 12 second mark, um, around there, if you look at the left corner of the screen, you can see E.T.'s. Yep, E.T.'s. Um, and uh, because because uh, Lu- George Lucas and S- Steven Spielberg, um, for those of you who, who don't know, were really good buddies. Um, they worked on Indiana Jones together. Um, yeah. And, and um, when, in E.T., when uh, E.T. sees a Yoda costume, he points to him and says, home, home, home. And in th- and in this, uh, George Lucas put some ETs in the Phantom Menace in the Senate. ET and Star Wars, same universe confirmed. Same universe confirmed. Um, so the question is, which one happens first? That is a good question. That is a good question. We got we gotta have a Star Wars ET EU timeline. Let's do this. ET um, head cannon. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I don't we, much go for head cannons, but we get our meme of the week. We got our meme of the week. Go ahead, we meme of the week. This is one of my, this is my favorite meme from the Phantom Menace. I think I know I said I that. Know, about... I actually don't know which one you're referring to. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Milady, uh, Ch- Ch- um, Senator Palpatine has been nominated for the chan- chancellor oh, chancellorship. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. A surprise to so be sure. So is the implication when he says, "Is the implication there is that like he's going to rig the vote because his plan all along?" I feel like um, that's the implication. Yeah, it, he's going to rig the vote. I'm pretty sure in Legends it was confirmed that he rigged the vote. I don't think it's canon that he rigged the vote, but he rigged the vote. Yep. Also, he mentions. I'd expect nothing less from the um, great. Pa- Panaka also mentions that Bale Tilly's of Alderaan is running, and I'm like 99 sure. He would make sure much that better. he'd make a better chancellor than Palpatine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. We go back to the Jedi Council, and man, the Jedi are not looking good. They're harsh. They're real. They're mean really mean to Anakin. They're very harsh and very mean to Anakin. And they say all that stuff in front of him. Like, this movie is making me dislike my favorite character in Star Wars more and more and more. Obi-Wan? Yoda. No, wait, what? Yo- Yoda. Yoda's yeah. your favorite. I thought oh, it was yeah. Obi-Wan. No, Yoda. Obi-Wan's number two for me, but like... Oh. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I... Let's see... Qui Gon Obi Wan saying um, something to the uh, something to Qui Gon and and uh, and uh, and Qui Gon says um, that's a point of view. And so my only assumption is that Obi Wan learned from a certain point of view from Qui Gon. <laughs> yeah, you did. You know uh, which did. is terrible. You know, Qui Gon um, probably said the said the exact same thing. What I told you was true. It said the exact same thing to him when he like straight up lied to him too. Yeah, I would I would bet honestly. Um, bet and then we get our explanation of midichlorians. Um and man, it is painful. It, it is it is it is painful. Uh, we've already talked enough about midichlorians. I think two episodes ago was it. Jacob? Yeah, maybe. 
Um, and so, uh, and so we're not going to go into depth in, into it, I guess, now as much, but I will note, did you know, in, in George Lucas's sequel trilogy, You were going to go inside midichlorians, right? Midichlorians would be explored further. I'm not saying mm. the sequel trilogy is good for that reason. I'm just saying could have been worse. Yeah, just saying maybe, just maybe we dodged a bullet. Yeah. Like, the sequel trilogy, um, like, needed a bunch of things, but the one thing it didn't need is to explore midichlorians more. <laughs> um, let's see. So, they're going, they go back to Naboo, um, and, uh, Padme says, uh, to Jar Jar, Jar Jar Binks, I need your help. And let me just go ahead, I'm gonna send my thoughts and prayers to anyone who needs help from Jar Jar Binks. Because you picked the wrong guy. Um, no one can you get any... You picked the wrong house, fool. No one, no one can really use... Yeah, no one can, help, yeah. ...help from Jar Jar Binks. The dialogue yeah. is more cringy than I remember, especially Natalie Portman's. Just because, like, normally she's, like, so talented. And this was just, like... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's bad. But I think that's going to be it for this episode of In a Galaxy. Now, before we go, I have an announcement about next week. I have a big surprise. Um, Jacob, uh, do me a favor. We have, Jacob and I have a sheet about our episodes that we're planning. Next episode is not a regular episode. Jacob, go on our document. Let's show you why. Okay? All right. Go I'm, on see, our... I'm seeing this for the first time, too. So yeah, this is again a Let's see. Uh, so the, the day we here. post our next episode mm. is um, June 5th. June What's 5th. so special about June fifth? It's my birthday. It is Jacob's birthday, and so oh I decided gosh, we need a birthday. special episode for Jacob's birthday. Wait, um, okay, this is a lot of um. Whoa. Yeah. This, I I can't read this sheet. Wait, I'm just but, gonna look. Oh, but, mm. but 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 anyway, um, I thought we need a special episode for Jacob's birthday. So. Oh, how lovely. So I am, uh, I am introducing this new like kind of series called what I call Character Appreciation Day, where we just go through and we talk about a character that we love and talk about their history, talk about what we love about them. And uh, Jacob, I thought it would be fun for you live to tell us what our first character for Character Appreciation Day will be. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. What a fantastic early birthday present. I am not sure, honestly. Um, Take a couple minutes. I want you to announce um, it this episode so we get all right. some anticipation. I'll, I'll announce it. I'll announce it at the end of the episode. This is the uh, end of the so, episode. Oh, this is the end of the episode. I'm sorry. I thought we were going to... Okay, okay. Let's go with... Um, I'm actually struggling here. There's so many characters I love. You know what? Screw it. We're doing Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kenobi is our first character for Character Appreciation Day. I'm actually just yes. going to write that down. Um, so next week, um, we are going to be covering what is just awesome about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And believe me, I think there's a lot. Um, that is going to be it for this episode of In a Galaxy. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Make sure to subscribe to us on Anchor, Breaker, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, 
healthcare.gov. Let's see. Um, Make sure to watch Beyond the Galaxy. Um, By the time this is out, I mean, this was true last week, but Jacob has his episode playing Galaxy of Heroes out. um, And I'm going to record my second episode soon. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, we'll see you guys next week for um, a character appreciation. Uh, character appreciation day for obi-wan kenobi we Um, sure will yeah and uh may the force be with you may the force be with you and thanks for listening